and Hannah's watch list. I'm your host, Pete Mitchell. I'm here with my great co-host, Hannah. Hello, people. Hannah, we're here today for movie news. And before we do movie news with uh, the great Hannah Mitchell, let us tell the viewers and the listeners what they should do. Pretty please leave a like and subscribe to our channel. Subscribe. Leave a comment down below any of your feedback or what movie you're watching this week. Hit the notification button and you'll get great content like this one, including we interrupt regular programming yeah. where we looked at um, Masters of the Air. We also talked about the uh, New England Patriots documentary. Not a Patriots fan, but it was pretty good. Uh, we also... Uh, reviewed some movies this week. We reviewed uh, reviewed one of the uh, Oscar Oscar nominees. Yes, Zone of Interest, Zone of Drive, Driveway Dolls, and Driveway Dolls. Good movies. Yeah. Bit different. Bit different. Yeah, bit different. That was a weird show, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then tomorrow, uh, Twelve Angry Men. Mm, the angry. The angriest. Uh, Hannah. We continue our series of looking at the best picture nominees. Now, so far, we've looked at Anatomy of a Fall. We looked at Zone of Interest yesterday. We um, are going to look at uh, American Fiction in the next couple of weeks because it's coming out next week on Amazon Prime. Uh, We haven't got it yet. We looked at Maestro and Barbie, and we looked at uh, Past Lives and Oppenheimer. So we've got a couple more to go, and I thought we'd knock out two today. And the two that I think we're going to knock out are uh, The Holdovers and Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. Ah, interesting thing. Let's start with Holdovers, yeah. which is a slightly better movie. <laughs> uh, thoughts. Should have got nominated for starters. Um, it's, it's hard to say since it does feel, I don't know, Oscar baity in a way. It is a very lovely film. I love how this film's shot. And I love the idea of this film, but this is a film that would have probably got nominated in, like, again, probably the 70s where this movie is set. And it feels weird that it's like, we're going to give, you know, this movie a spotlight. I don't know. It just feels... It's the sa- it's the safest one on this list, I would say, mm. uh, of movies. Like, all of them have, like, you know, varying opinions. This one, like, anyone could enjoy this movie. Yeah. But that, that's not saying much. <laughs> well, the two people that got nominated for acting awards in this, this is just classic uh, Oscars clickbait, isn't it? Yeah. Just just give you that role, like, Divine General Randolph playing. Yeah, she's good in it. She's good in it, but I think um, Colour Purple. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. She did such a better job, in my opinion. What are your thoughts? No, I get that. I, I, I think Divine, I, I, I love her performance in it. Um, due to the fact it is like, uh, like her, she's had a hard life, but she plays like a very nice, really solid performance. I'd say like she doesn't have to, she doesn't have to, she's not overacting. Which Danielle Brooks is the lady I was telling you about. Yeah, I just think she's not overacting, you know. And sometimes, you no, know, in past recent. Don't get me wrong. I think she's great in this, but it, we're not remaking. A machine here. We're just just using the same tired acting, I think. Yeah, but that's. I think people have missed it. I think that's what it is. This movie feels. This feels like a a lot of things that 
these movies were made and now they're not. And so this feels like a lot of like, just, you know, people, it's like everyone enjoys it. Just, and like that performance, it's a, it's a performance that probably would have gotten nominated years ago, you know? So it's, I'm glad it's there. A lot of these, a lot of people have said, oh, this is like a Christmas classic and, you know, I just, I just don't see it. I like, if I want to watch this movie, I'll watch Dead Poets Society. If I want to watch this. Yeah, I've watched To Serve Love. That's yeah. my favourite. Yeah. One of these movies is my favourite is To Serve Love. I'd watch that, which yeah. basically steamrolled this whole, like, teacher, you know, helping the unfortunate students kind of mm. thing. Yeah, I I like the movie. And I know a lot of people just go, I love it. But it's like we're talking about some of the most amazing, you know, movies this year. So it just feels safest but weirdest. You know? Yeah, well, safe. We gave it a golf clap. I think it's right on uh, Dominic Sessa, who didn't get nominated. He did a great job in this. Uh, look, yeah, I prefer Paul Giamatti and other things. Uh, than this. I was more of a Beans fan um, than this. I was... Um, yeah, I just... Yeah, I could give or take of this. I think it's just filling the numbers, personally. Yeah. I don't think it's going to win anything other than uh, I, I think Divine Joy ran right off. That's yeah. it. Yeah, same, same. Final thoughts on Holdovers? It's good. If you want to watch we, it. Like it's will good. we ever watch it again? If it was if it was on and someone would watch it, sure. Like I, I'm not gonna myself pick it out of the lot. It, I also because it's a Christmas movie, it has a song I don't like in it, and so I I kind of now I'm like I don't think I'd watch it. It's okay. It has a song in it. It's I just okay. can't do it. Okay, people, just let's change subject. Let's go on to a happier subject. Oh wait, no. <laughs> oh man, Kills the Flower Moon, starring. Leonardo DiCaprio, Lily Gladstone, she's great. Um, Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Robert De Niro. Yeah, what's the movie about? It's about Osage Indians getting killed mm. for oil, mm, basically. Yeah. It's pretty much. Hannah uh, and I didn't like this movie. <laughs> we went alone. Like a, uh, not many people saw it. Uh, oh, yeah, but in a sense that the majority were saying it's. Amazing, and well, it was one of the best critics, but and TikTokers, and and like, yeah, yeah like, TikTokers. But everyone trying to get the let me give you some stats. Let me give you stats. People didn't like Napoleon, but Napoleon outperformed this movie at the box I office know. big time. So, suck eggs. Really, Scott does it again. You people, <laughs> you, you people. Uh, my boy really Scott does it again. Like uh, Napoleon made over a couple hundred million dollars, and it's it got paid by Apple. Like seriously, um, did a hundred million? Yeah, no, hundred million dollars. This made movie, mate. It, it, mate, Scorsese's done. He's done. He's done nothing. Only, only the big because um, the last one was like the Irishman. So he's he's like only streamers are gonna give him give him yeah money to do these big movies. I think this one is just. It's a the problem with this movie is that everyone who's hyping it up, which are critics and like you know lovers of Scorsese and such, they um, they're hyping up a movie that kind of just really doesn't live up to any sort boring. of expectations. It's long and boring and like oh Christmas and so, but like uh, yeah, for like 
three minutes this again guy, for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say like we're talking about I can't. I'm gonna go. It's long. Oppenheimer is the same length, and I enjoy every moment. Yeah. Whereas this movie, I enjoy no moments. Mm. So length shouldn't is not the issue here. It's the movie. Okay, there was an idea. When they first uh, muted to this movie, it was a uh, whodunit. Leonardo DiCaprio was supposed to play the FBI agent and he was supposed to work out who was killing the Osage Indians. And Lily Gunstone's part was small and then they fleshed her part out and then they created this. Except for the Lily Gladstone bit, which I think she wasn't in enough for me no, at all. It should have been that so movie. they should have done the FBI thing. Leonardo DiCaprio is the FBI agent. He. Could have played the FBI agent and age. He's too old to play this guy. Or he could have played Robert De De Niro's part. He was way too old to play that part. I I just... I I would have liked that movie of the FBI chase. And Scorsese wasn't up to this task. He wasn't. The reason, the reason they didn't want to do the FBI route, one of the reasons I heard was the fact that it was the whole like FBI savior thing where they didn't want the FBI coming in and being saviors. But here's the thing. No, no. But here's the thing. In the movie, when you're watching the movie, they do come in and save the day. That's just how that's unfortunately, that's how the events were played out. And Done horribly in the movie, by the way. Yeah. Horribly. Yeah. This movie just is so dumb because it's also trying to be a whodunit. Like, yeah. at the same time, because yeah. they're trying to... I don't know why. You know from the first five minutes, it's... Um, uh, it's Strauss? It's, it is Strauss. You know it's Robert De Niro. And so, why are you sitting the whole movie yeah. just watching him continue to do the same things he's done in the first um, half hour? Mm. And then we've watched another two hours of him doing it. And and also the unbelievability, I do not believe for a second, for us, like he could love Lily Gladstone, like Leonardo DiCaprio's character could love Lily Gladstone. Mm. But here's the thing, he wanted money from the start. How can anyone go, oh, the money and love? It's like, no, he loved money. Yeah, I just don't think. It's unbelievable. I, I, I think in a better hands, that could have that could have played. But Leonardo DiCaprio wasn't up to it. In, in other movies, I've seen it done better, where it's yeah. like the the yeah, idea between the the money. I was yeah. here for money, yeah. but I can't, but I've stayed for love. In this movie, it does not feel like that. Look, the acting is that his acting is actually not that great. I I made this the just one award at the Watchies, and I'm still happy with that. And I was I was pretty I was shocked that this got nominated. I reckon there were better movies, in my opinion. Iron Claw. Ah. Uh, all of us strangers. No, that um, not no offense. Mission Impossible. Didn't bring any bubble. <laughs> okay, no offense to that. Even like the music, they chose the song they used in the, as best original song, which also is a strange choice considering there has been a lot of movies, and I've never heard anyone talk about the original score, the song yeah, from this movie. I know, I hear, I've heard, like when you hear about this movie, when you like that comes up, but. No one's put that in the race, so they've just chosen it, obviously for a reason. <laughs> but, but like, there was also the fire inside with flaming hot with a musical yeah. release with Diane Warren. Now I've seen Fire Inside; it was a fire movie, but I cannot believe they got nominated. It's because Diane Warren. That's why they're, they're not choosing. Like there were there were bangers this year when it came to yeah. best original songs, and not even just from Barbie. There were other movies, i.e., Iron Claw and. Even stupidly enough, um, um, 
I'll leave you a Rodrigo song for uh, Ballad of Songbirds. Oh, hey. We're talking about actual, like, Good hits from yeah. movies. Whoa, and I, even, uh, yeah, stupidly enough, Peaches, like, it's not there. Well, so, it's... American Symphony, it never went away. Well, what's that doing in there? Yeah, I know. It... How does John Batiste keep getting nominated for awards? <laughs> I don't know. He won a bloody Grammy a couple of years ago. Uh, that is our thoughts on yep. Kills Fat Moon. Yep. Now... Look, it's, I know it's clickbaity, it's, it's controversial, but nah, it's just our honest opinions. We prefer all of us strangers and Iron Claw. We just do. We just, yeah, they are our type of movies. Yeah, we just thought they were better. Uh, that is it for clickbait this week. Let us go over to my favourite segment, Hannah and Movie News. Come back to Movie News. This week, have you heard of this thing called sand? It's like hard and coarse and it gets everywhere. Well, you better prepare for a sandstorm because Dune Part 2 arrives in cinemas. That's right. Timothy Chalamet is back as Paul, that young duke that unfortunately lost his dad. And, well, he's got some new friends and he's hoping to reunite some people and bring together a group that can hopefully overthrow the people that wronged his family. Yeah, that's right. We're in for a ride. A sandworm of a ride. That's the movies we're seeing this week. Leave a comment down below on when you'll be seeing. And until next week, bye. Oh, oh God. I'm looking forward to this week. June part two. I'm going to see it at IMAX. Hannah's going to see it um, soon as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. That should be some good stuff. Uh, thanks, Hannah. Yeah. Uh, great, great week. But we've got one more episode this week, and it's 12 Angry Men. Yeah. So it should be good, some good stuff. Angry and men. Men, men, men. men. Menly men. Woohoo. Uh, thanks, everyone, for watching. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to our channels. Hopefully, by next week, I will be better and I won't have this silly cold and talk like I have been. Yeah, I'm struggling. Anyway, thanks, everyone, for watching. Uh, for those YouTube viewers, stick around and you'll get the answer for Can You Get Some Movie? Ah, good stuff. That is my lovely co-host, Hannah. Long live cinema. Until next week or tomorrow when we're watching AFI Top 100, it's bye for now. Bye.